0: Hey bosses, this is Rianne, and this is Ellie, and you're listening to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. It's time for happy hour with your favorite hype squad. Here we inspire you to be the CEO of your life because you don't need a business to be your own boss.
1: We know that navigating the ups and downs of life can be overwhelming, but you're not alone. Let's level up together and tap into our boss energy. Grab a beverage.
0: It's time for BYOB.
1: Hey, bosses. It's BYOB time. Today, we have a special one for you. We have an amazing, incredible guest on the podcast. You know her. You love her. It's the one and only Ellie. Hello, Ellie.
0: (laughs) What a warm welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: But in all seriousness, we are going to be hearing more about Ellie's story today. This is really special because I think we've had the chance to get to know a little bit about my background and my story. And you've heard about us talking together on the podcast. But this is a time where we get to hear more about Ellie's story, specifically about how she regained and gained her confidence and her whole skincare journey from the beginning. And I think this will be really deep and will connect to a lot of people because speaking vulnerably about your personal appearance and especially your skin, which is something that is such a heavy part of your personal image is something that we are uncomfortable talking about and there's not a lot of vulnerable spaces on the internet where you get to share these things so our very Mm -hmm. own ellie is here to talk about her skincare journey and i'm so excited because i get the opportunity to interview her and put her in the hot seat so let's get to it
0: yes i'm so excited i think this is a really important conversation because we all have things that we're self-conscious about, our insecurities, and I think when we speak them out and bring them to light, we can all hopefully feel together in that and thus gain confidence and move on and learn resources together. So I'm very excited. Absolutely. Let's kick it off with our beverages since we mm-hmm. love to bring a beverage for our happy hour meets gal pal chats. So what mm-hmm. beverage do
1: you bring? Uh, guest first. I'll let you share yours.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we're actually recording this in the evening and I, um, this is a rarity, I feel like that we have alcoholic beverages, but I'm drinking a glass of, it's actually like a half glass of Pinot Noir. Ooh, yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's super good. Last night, Jake and I made homemade pizza and Yum. opened a bottle of Pinot Noir and there is like a half glass left that I'm like, I need to finish it before it gets acidic and bad. So I'm finishing it. It's mm. very good. It's from Santa Barbara, one of my favorite places.
1: Very amazing. Good. Is it another Jay Wilkes?
0: It's not. It's actually Fest Parker. Yum. So I love Jay Wilkes, but this is a Fest Parker wine. Very Yum. delicious. But yes, what are you sipping on today? Yeah. If, tonight. If
1: you are new here, we always do a little happy hour, drink, chat, BYOB, it's spin on our name as well as bring your own beverage, of course. But mm-hmm. um, if you've been here for a while, you know that Ellie and I are always on the same wavelength. And tonight, no I also have a glass of wine. <laughs> that is so crazy. And because Malik is making pasta tonight, oh, so of is. course he – um uses white wine in his pasta. So I had to snag a little glass before he started cooking. Oh my gosh.
0: We are on the same wavelength. That's insane. For people listening, like maybe new listeners too, and you haven't heard our beverage segments before, literally we always seem to be within the same realm of beverages. And we've only had wine like twice in 37 Mm -hmm. episodes. We've only had like – in a beverage that's alcoholic and we just happen to always yep. have the same times. So that's always. insane. Anyway, always coordinating. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength, but is it good? Yes. Do
1: you like it? It is really good. I think it'll pair re- really well with the Cajun pasta he's making. Mm. So
0: yeah. it's perfect. Yes, so yes. So
1: welcome to Happy Hour Bosses. Sit back, enjoy your beverage because it's time we dive into it. And like mm-hmm. I said, today is all about Ellie's story and being able to hold space for ourselves, but also our listeners is something that's really important for us and this community aspect of what we're trying to achieve. So I want to take people from the beginning, Ellie. I know like Mm -hmm. this has been such a um, a long journey coming for you. And it's something that I feel like seeing from this perspective has ebbed and flowed from the beginning. You know, there would be good days, there's bad days, such as life. But Mm -hmm. um, I want to take listeners to the beginning of that journey of when you started seeing changes with your skin, how you felt about it, as well as just the overall period of time that you were living in. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah. First of all, I'm super excited about this conversation because, like I said before, everyone has something that maybe it's physical, maybe it's not physical, but something that you feel very self-conscious about and self-image, you know, is so tough because it's very individual and it can feel very vulnerable to talk about it. And I think it's so important to be able to talk about it. I know when I was going through this, listening to podcasts about people's stories but also resources was something that really helped me in gaining confidence. So I'm really excited to dive in, but I'd say like this story specifically around acne, um has been very interesting in that growing up, like I never had teenage acne. I grew up and I feel like I'd break out sometimes, but I never really had, um, terrible all over acne until I turned, you know, to become an adult, like what was 22, 23. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why is this happening? You always associate it with your teenage years and going through puberty, so that was really hard for me to think like I'm an adult, like I'm in the workplace and I feel so self conscious in that I look like I'm thirteen sometimes, mm. <laughs> and so that was really hard for me. but there were two there are two areas in my life that I really had it, and I guess a little bit about this. I want to go into the story, but then also some resources and what helped. But there are two times that I like had bouts of breakouts and I realized they both were in different places on my face and had different triggers, which is very interesting. But both times I learned a lot about skincare and different things we can do for our skin, because our skin is our largest organ, which is crazy to think about. So what you put on it and what you eat and everything really affects it. Um, but throughout that journey, I feel like it really impacted my confidence and self-image and just routine, like to the point where I felt like I needed to wear makeup all the time. I didn't want to go to the gym. And if I did, I felt like I needed makeup. And I never canceled plans, but there are some days where it was really bad. I'm like, I don't want anyone to see me. So to feel that, like nobody wants to feel that way. Um, And if you're listening to this and you feel that way, like I'm with you, I'm supporting you. And I want to tell you that no matter what you look like, like your loved ones, everyone wants to spend time with you, see you. And I know it's hard in the moment, but that's something I wish I could tell my past self. Mm. But with all of that, I really dove into education and resources surrounding skincare and lifestyle and things like that, that could really help heal my skin from the inside out. Mm. And um, throughout that process, learned to, you know, minimize that negative thinking and really accept myself and love myself in every stage when it was really bad and in the healing process. And I think that's the biggest thing is um, loving yourself for how it is and not just in your perfect state, because perfect is not true, but loving yourself as you are. So that's a little bit of a background. And I'm really excited in that today. It's Now I'm just working on different skincare goals, like healing hyperpigmentation, but have really come to a place where I've learned to um, heal my acne and my skin, which feels really good. And I'm excited to be able to hopefully provide hype and resources for other people who might be feeling those same feelings that I felt. Mm.
1: Thank you, Ellie. I love it so much because it's what you said before of starting the journey having not really had the experience of teenage acne until mm-hmm. you were fully in your adulthood is when you really started developing it and that line of questioning of why did this happen what could have caused this and that overall effect on your confidence can be mm-hmm. so so like emotionally and physically jarring to people and I think that's what we need to address when we are talking about this topic. It's like the way that I've seen it from my perspective, of course, like um, being in your life, I know it's not just one or two active breakouts here and there mm-hmm. on your face. It was like something that completely overtook your confidence and something that, like you said, some days you didn't want to go to the gym and or like you didn't feel confident showing up in meetings in your workplace. Mm-hmm. And that can cause like I said, such an emotional toll. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to know how how you felt in the beginning when things like this came up and what was going through your mind that got you to a place of, I want to do more research and I Mm -hmm. want to find what the root cause of this is. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I think in the beginning overall, I'd say, because there's two different times where it really flared up for two different reasons and then Got better and then the second flare up happened. But I think at the beginning, it's so frustrating because it's like, yeah, what am I doing? And you're just assessing everything like, okay, what am I putting on my face? Like, what have I been eating? What is my water like? Like, going through everything, trying to figure out why is this all of a sudden happening? Um, And it can be very frustrating and overwhelming. And I think one of the things that was really frustrating for me to hear too is everyone's like, Everyone meeting the internet or people you talk to are like, well, are you drinking enough water? Mm -hmm. And it's all in a good place that people are like helping and stuff. But it's like, I was chugging water. Like, you can drink so much water and it's so overwhelming because you really have to figure out like what's causing this and how do I figure out what that is and then heal from it. So it's very overwhelming, very frustrating. Um, And yeah, just. I know that it's like acne is not the biggest thing in the world ever, but to be, to feel like you don't have confidence in yourself or feel like you need to put a ton of makeup on, which doesn't help healing either, but like mm-hmm. feel like you have to change yourself in order to feel better. I, that was just such a, it's not a fun feeling. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah it was, I think, so feeling all those feelings, I'm like, okay, what can I do? Like, what can I look at in my life? What help can I get? What resources can I learn in order to really, um, make a change and hopefully have that change stick, not just like a band aid approach, but really figure out like, what is the root cause? How do I heal this? Because you don't want to just have to put a full face of foundation on every day. And, um, hope that it goes away.
1: So Mm -hmm. it can be so tough to talk about. And uh, I really applaud you for for being able to hold the space for other people to know that it's okay to feel this way and go through the emotions with us and teach us what are like the resources and things Mm -hmm. that helped you. I think something that I really applaud you along your journey is being able to Allow yourself to feel as well as allow yourself to disconnect for from the things that weren't serving you. Some One thing that I really remembered from your journey in the middle of it is when you said, I know that being on Instagram was not a good place for me. And I know that looking at pictures of other people who portray themselves with perfect skin and all of this Mm -hmm. perfect body type, that was not realistic for me. And I had to detach myself away from that. And I think that can be so hard to do in many, many different aspects. Mm -hmm. And we know that social media isn't perfect. We know that Photoshop is involved most of the time. But at the same time, when when you are not feeling as confident in yourself, that can really take a mental toll. And it could put you into a dark place that you are going to have a hard time getting out of. So I think Mm -hmm. that's something that I really applaud you for. So what can you say to the people that are going through this time who are maybe looking to do some of that research? um, But I feel like addressing that mental aspect first Mm -hmm. is what's important.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's super important. I think, like you said, your environment, especially social media plays such a, it can play a big Toll in your mental space. And for me, it was like, I also at this time we were building the podcast and it was really hard for me to like film videos, like doing reels. How people who follow us on Instagram, you know, we do like weekend recaps, product reviews, things like that. And there were times where I was like, really wanted to do one. And then I told Rianne, like, I just, I want to wait till my skin's better. Like, I don't feel confident showing up in this space. And Um, So that was something I really had to work on is like, I want to be able to show people like the realness that you don't need to have perfect skin or perfect body or perfect mindset, whatever it is to show up. And that was really hard for me to realize I was thinking those thoughts and then figure out how to move forward with that. But if you're in the place, yeah, where environment, like you don't want that in your environment. It's so important to be able to Surround yourself with that positivity and things that uplift you and don't bring you down. But when it comes to the mental aspect, like you said, I think positive self-talk and mindset is so, so important. Um, there are times, and it's a journey when it comes to whether it be like, you know, in this specific case, I'm talking about acne, but whether it be like body, you know, self-image with your body or... um There are so many things that people might be self-conscious about. I think the biggest thing was treating myself with love and grace. Mm -hmm. And I would find myself like doing my skincare and looking in the mirror and being like saying some really sad things to myself. Mm -hmm. Like it kind of makes me tear up thinking about the things that I would say. Mm -hmm. And it's really, it's really sad. So when I realized like how... Can I expect myself to fully heal if I'm speaking negativity? Um, So I think, yeah, we'll go into resources and all that. But I think, like you said, with the mental aspect, trying to reframe everything into speaking to yourself with love. Like, Mm -hmm. I am glowing. I am healing. I am beautiful. I'm proud of myself. So I would do my skincare and like do my makeup and say positive things to myself because That can really, really, really affect not only your headspace, but I think it really affects your healing. And I noticed, even though I was using the same products, doing the same changes, when I decided to make that mental change of speaking positively to myself, is when I saw like the
1: biggest difference, which is kind of crazy to think about. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's not having that mindset. (laughs) But and like affirmations is what we always preach, right? So pairing that mentality with affirmations. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, how did that make you feel on the days where you didn't want to look at yourself in the mirror, but you knew that like, this was going to be beneficial? And
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, how do you muster up that courage? You know, like, it can be Mm -hmm. so hard to just, like, stare back at your own reflection on some of those days. And even, yeah, even I'm just like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it now because it's like it's it can be so difficult to muster up that courage, and you are so so brave for sharing your journey. Um, But I know, like I said, there's a lot of people going through this, so I just want to pick Mm -hmm. your brain on that. Yeah,
0: well, and I think also at the end of the day, like there can be, I feel like it's such a tough balance because to me, like it was a big thing in my life, but I also understand that that is like such a small thing to go through compared to this other like many 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 things that people go through in life. But I think um, to me, like it was a big thing in that, like I didn't even want to leave the house. So it's, it's kind of a balance of like, I understand this really isn't an end of the world thing, but it's also, I understand so many people do go through it and I want them to know like we hear you, we're with you and hopefully can be along your journey in gaining confidence and also just resources. One of the biggest things with mustering up the courage was like, that feeling of like I don't want to feel this way anymore Mm -hmm. and I know that the thing holding me back is myself Mm. and I you know you can't they're not you can't control everything in life but I know that the one thing I can control is how I talk to myself Mm. and realizing that I'm like if you know I'm you know working on the lifestyle and the skincare products and things like that to help myself externally like I need to work on myself internally mm-hmm. and really make sure that um what I can control is something that's filled with positivity and love and I think about like if this was my friend going through this I would never say the things that I'm saying to myself to her or him mm-hmm. so why am I doing it to myself so that's what really made me and I don't know if it was courage because I kind of felt like I was lying to myself at the beginning, but the more I did it, the more it felt like, no, this is true. Like I gained more confidence in speaking those things to myself. But at the beginning, it was kind of like, I am glowing. I am beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really? Am I saying this? But then, you know, a few days later, a week later, a month later, you get to the point where like, I am glowing. Like you feel that internal shift to love and positivity Mm. so i think it might not be courage but it's just that like what really helped me was i want to control with positivity and love the things i can't control
1: Mm. yeah wow that's so powerful it's so, well, I think you you said it's not courage, but it is, it takes so much courage to even stare at yourself in the mirror for five seconds a day and say those things, even if you have to grit your teeth through it. I <laughs> think that's courage. And I think that's very, very powerful. And I think it's therapeutic as well. I feel like a mm-hmm. lot of people would say like, this is something that you have to start doing in order to, like you said, get to that point of feeling confident and feeling mm-hmm. that way. And so- I love what you said, like um, pairing that mentality, pairing the courage into um, into the things that you know that you can control. That was so, so good when you were mm-hmm. like, I know I can control how I speak to myself. And that is so applicable to any of the hardships yeah. that you have in your life because the way that you speak to yourself is so important. Hence why mm-hmm. we do affirmations. And so now let's shift and talk a little bit about how you became passionate about the clean, non-toxic beauty Mm -hmm. journey because I think growing up, we are not taught to read the labels of our uh, food or Mm -hmm. ingredients or the products that we take in. But like you said, skin is our biggest orient. And when we don't know what we're putting into our body and what we're absorbing through our skin, that can be really harmful and it can come back and cause Mm -hmm. later issues like adult acne, other hormonal changes that come up that we just don't know about. And I think... I, I feel like seeing your journey, this is something that has really empowered you to move on to the next step of doing more research and finding something else that you can control. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear more about that.
0: Yes. Yeah. I love that question because that is something that's also been fairly new in my life is learning about clean beauty. And what we mean by clean beauty is beauty products, skincare products, makeup Um, body soap, hand soap,
1: household items, cleaning supplies,
0: um, pretty much products, I guess. So not even just clean beauty, but clean products, meaning that they don't have toxic chemicals or harsh ingredients. So making sure, like for me, I want to make sure that things, you know, we can't control everything. Like there are so many things we can't control. You might go somewhere and wash your hands with their soap or someone might be, you know, burning a candle that might not have like soy apricot wax whatever like there's so many things we can't control but again like within the things that i have in my own home that i'm putting on my body every single day it really does add up so um trying to find things that are ingredients that are not known hormone disruptors or endocrine disruptors is something that i'm very passionate about because it definitely can um it can lead to some things that we don't want, like hormone imbalances, headaches, which I would get with cleaning products, candles, things like mm-hmm. that and um so I really learned a lot about that um from wanting to really balance out my hormones and I think acne and hormones go hand in hand um and for me, the second bout of acne I had was hormonal acne, mm-hmm. so I was already on a journey to balance my hormones and I think. Acne can also show up due to imbalanced hormones. And so that really launched me into learning more about clean beauty and why that is so important. And I don't want this to come out of like fear or anything like that, because I know that we're doing the best we can. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I feel like there are a lot of cleaner products that come at a higher price tag, which is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want this to be very, um, conscious. Yeah. Very conscious of, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, um, like you said, we don't always know, you know, education around ingredients, but also unfortunately it's not like the cheapest option on the shelf either, but I was determined to learn like, what is the link between health hormones and some ingredients in our beauty products, cleaning products, things like that. And through that research, I found, a lot of really interesting brands and information studies that show you, like in in this conversation with acne, that having, you know, more clean natural ingredients, things that are not known hormone disruptors, you know, no parabens, things like that can really help you with not only your overall wellness, but also in your skincare. So that was something that I like my focus in my research was how do I clear my skin because your skin's also a reflection of what's going on internally since it is your largest organ. How can I learn about that while also trying to find the
1: cleanest ingredients? hmm Right. Mm -hmm. It's such a balance between wanting to be eco-conscious, wanting to be, uh, ingredient conscious as Mm -hmm. well as economically conscious. And if you're hearing this feel and feeling a little overwhelmed of all of the things that you should or shouldn't be doing, just know that that's not our end goal to Mm -hmm. make you feel like you're doing things right or wrong. But we want you to take in the information and, um, See them as suggestions and recommendations for you to move about your journey. Because if you are having the same sort of hormonal acne or other adult acne that has come up and it you've been feeling, uh you've been feeling like there's no solution that has worked. Sometimes, like Ellie said in the beginning, it's all about what you're consuming into your body, like what you mm-hmm. eat, what you're putting in on your skin, because I I think. At least personally for me, that those were not things that I was taught while growing up. Mm-hmm. We were taught to eat our vegetables, eat a balanced meal, but we weren't necessarily taught talk, talked about all of the toxins and the hormone disruptors, endocrine disruptors, especially for women mm-hmm. that could affect our bodies in such a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, with the products that we're, we're consuming.
0: Yes, definitely. And like you said, this isn't, this is just sharing, you know, my story and what worked for me. But yeah, we, it is kind of crazy once I realized like I was curious about the space. And this whole thing started from just trying to balance my hormones. And I read a lot of books, listened to a lot of podcasts. And that kind of like opened the doors to so many things that I never yeah. even knew about or have heard about. Um, mm-hmm. which is so cool i I think we're both very curious people, so it's always fun, I think, to be able to learn new things, especially when it comes to health and wellness, of how you can live your most vibrant self, yes and invest into your health and you know when we are talking about like um clean beauty things like that, I do think one thing, and we're talking about the economic impact, one thing that this journey with um maybe it being a higher price tag really helped me with was investing in things that work for me. So not just trying anything I see mm-hmm. on TikTok or having like a 12-step routine or something, but really figuring out like what are the staple pieces. So yeah. at the end of the day, I know these are working for me and with me and I'm not trying 15 different things that might add up, you know, or to be more
1: than your mm-hmm. staple trusty products. hmm Yeah, you're right. And especially with skincare, it can be very finicky depending on what you are doing in your routine some Mm -hmm. if you choose to get one new ingredient that might take your skin a couple of weeks or months even to adjust to that product and you might be seeing changes in your skin i feel like that instantaneous like reaction that you get kind of Mm -hmm. some people off and then it dissuades them from trying other things but uh you really went through that journey of trying to Reestablish your routine to re-establish mm-hmm. your confidence. So what were some of the things that really helped you throughout that journey?
0: Yes. I think the biggest thing is that routines are very – skincare routines are very, very, very individualistic. Mm. So one thing that I really had to be mindful of when working specifically on the acne journey is like Who am I listening to? You know, you might find random advice on TikTok, but like that person has different skin than you. They might have different food intolerances. They might have different water. Like there's so many factors that go into you personally that take, you know, I think finding your routine and what works for you is very individual and you can't just like find a video or an article and be like, that's exactly what I'm doing. So I have to give a huge shout out because – as much as I've learned and done research, um, I also asked for help. Mm. And in one way I did that was finding an esthetician that specialized in acne and her name's Becca. Shout out to Becca. But she was, I got to the point where I was like, I, I will do like, I will do whatever it takes to help my acne situation. So I decided to like reallocate my budget a little bit to be able to go get a facial with Becca, and Mm. get a professional's advice. Like they're looking at your skin; they went to school for this. Like they're experts at figuring out what your skin needs. So she really helped me come up with an individual routine and figuring out what worked well for my skin. So that was really helpful because I had learned that there were some things I was doing that were not helping me, and things that I should have been doing that would help me like for Mm. example wasn't exfoliating Mm. and that's super important if you are working on getting rid of acne to be able to like refresh your skin barrier and like get dead skin cells off so some little things like that where I can do a lot of research but like she looked up she looked at my skin and my skin barrier and was like this is what can help you instead of me trying 10 different things and then finding the solution maybe. Mm, yeah. So that was – I have to give a shout out to Asking for Help and Becca. And then mm-hmm. I think um, when it comes to the routine, um, I think another really important thing is figuring out what your trigger is, like what's triggering your acne because that could change what you need. So the first time I had acne – um, like a bad flare-up of acne, I actually found out it was from my water. Hmm. So I had moved into a new apartment and was breaking out like all over my forehead. And it was only my forehead, just everywhere. And my skin was super, super, super dry and dull. And I found out that it was because our apartment had really, really hard water. I literally kept my routine the same, switched my shower head, and my skin cleared up. Wow. And then yeah. The second time I had acne like all along my cheeks and chin, like uh, like where a face mask would be, like everywhere. And that's a hormonal area of your face. So then I could figure out, all right, I figured out stress was a big trigger for me and my hormonal acne mm. because stress can really play with your hormones. And then once I knew what that trigger was, I was able to come up with a routine that targets hormonal acne specifically. So I think that's really important too, is to figure out um, like where on your face, kind of face mapping it, and then trying to figure out what your trigger is. Is it a food intolerance? Like maybe you're intolerant to eggs, dairy, gluten. Is it hard water? Is it hormonal? There are so mm-hmm. many things that can trigger acne. And I think once you figure that out is when you can really step into your
1: routine too. Wow. How did you figure out that stress was one of your triggers? Did you go see a professional? Yeah.
0: No, I realized like I would really – like it would get worse. It was always kind of lingering, but it would get really bad in times of high stress. Sure. And like the two worst times for me were October, which I was extremely stressed. And The the tough thing is, is like it's not always bad stress. It's just that there's a lot going on, like a lot of travel, a lot of you sure. know, plane rides or um, a change in your routine, things like that. But October I had a lot going on and then um, December was like the peak worst time and I was extremely stressed about the holidays and like travel and figuring out routine or not routines but like logistics. And so Mm -hmm. I realized like, okay, the two biggest times were when I was extremely stressed and um, also just knowing like in the journey of balancing my hormones that my stress was high cortisol mm-hmm. was high. So I did try like taking out eggs, taking out gluten, taking out dairy and didn't really see anything. So, you know, have a filtered shower head was kind of working through things. And then what I really came up with was the imbalance
1: of hormones, specifically very stressed. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's
1: great. That self-diagnosis can be such a double-edged sword. We can take in so much information on the internet, but we don't know which ones are going to apply to us Mm -hmm. until we try it. But then when you try it, you spend so much money pouring into something that might not give you the payout that you want. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said about you found a specialist, you found an esthetician, and then you also did your research about what is causing some of these things because, yeah, you pull yourself out of that self-diagnosis mode and you put- put it into the hands of a professional to see Mm -hmm. what is really going on. And it can be so empowering to have answers. Yes.
0: Yeah. And it just feels good to know that you're working with someone instead of just relying on yourself to know all the things, to be able to go to someone who's literally a specialist and an expert and receive help. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Um, Yes. So that was – those are some really big things. But I think at the end of the day – And we've touched on this too, like products I think can only get you so far. Mm. Like what I learned through this too is making sure that you don't have poor clogging ingredients as I was trying to clear my skin. But like products can only get you so far and the rest has to be through reducing stress.
1: Yeah. You know. Changing your environment. Lifestyle,
0: diet, like if you have a food intolerance, things like that. And yeah, changing your environment, changing the things you're putting into your body because – Like, for example, if you have an intolerance to dairy, no skincare lineup is going to help you clear
1: your skin when it turns out it's something you're putting in your body. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I love what you said about, you know, their – it's not a one size fits all. It's a very individualistic Mm -hmm. journey and something that has worked for you might not work for other people, but it's all about the research that you do behind it and the time that you can put in, Mm -hmm. which I know probably isn't something that everybody wants to hear. In this day and age, everybody wants to hear that quick answer or Mm -hmm. that quick thing that's going to be able to help them out. And sometimes it's just not the way it is. That's certainly, I know that that's certainly how not you heal, how yeah how you healed your acne. Mm-hmm. it wasn't overnight. Mm-mm. yeah, as yes. much as I think you wish it was, and I you know, I <laughs> yeah. wish for you that it was, but it wasn't, and I think like yeah. um, that speaks so highly of the things that you've had to go through, and what are some of the things that you would tell another person, let's say if you mm-hmm. were either meeting your younger self from a year ago or mm-hmm. somebody who's also going through this journey, I think. Giving them some tangible takeaways would be really empowering.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, first of all, I want to say to you, give yourself so much love and grace because, like we said, it's really hard to heal when your mental space is surrounded by so much negativity. So, like, give yourself a hug smile, like give yourself so much love and positivity because you deserve it. And that is so, so, so important to treat yourself kindly. So I'd say that's number one. And like you said, applicable to so many things, like Mm -hmm. all areas of life, treat yourself with love, kindness, and respect and positivity. But I would say um, big things, When it comes to resources and education, if you're looking to learn more, maybe you're listening to this episode because you are struggling with clearing up your acne, I would highly recommend that you check out um, ClearStem's website where they have a blog that talks all about acne like hormonal Mm -hmm. acne non-hormonal acne um routines like there are so many great articles backed by research so you can at, at the end of every article they link all of their sources all of their studies so we'll put that in the description the link to that um resource page, but there are so many incredible resources that really helped me and was a great place to start just to learn more. Um but I'd say like we touched on is really figuring out um really figuring out what that trigger may be, like what is causing this? And what can we do in different areas to figure that out? So for me it was stress and I've worked on kind of mindfulness, reducing stress, things like that, but maybe it's a food intolerance. Maybe You're looking at your products and are realizing that all of your products have poor clogging ingredients, which I should mention actually too, ClearStem has a poor clogging ingredient tracker checker, Mm -hmm. a poor clogging ingredients checking list on their website. So figuring out the cause is huge um, in your trigger so that you can address what you need. So I'd say that's really important to figure that out. Um, And maybe what that looks like for you is maybe don't have eggs for two weeks or three weeks. Mm -hmm. If you have them every morning and you're breaking out along your cheeks, that could be eggs. A lot of people actually have some intolerance to eggs. Or not intolerance, but like their skin sometimes will flare up from eggs. Maybe try having less dairy. A lot Mm -hmm. of people, um, a lot excess dairy is a big acne trigger. So really figuring that out is really crucial so that you can figure out how to heal. And then um, when it comes to actual products, if you've been around our Instagram and have listened to other episodes, you know, we talk about ClearStem and I love ClearStem so much because this is a brand that helped me. Like I've used their products to clear my acne, but why I love them so much is because all of their products have no pore clogging ingredients. Mm -hmm. they're non-toxic so they don't have any toxic chemicals that could be hormone disruptors if you find that your acne is hormone related why do do we want to put hormone disrupting chemicals on our face because that's kind of Mm -hmm. counterintuitive and they're also anti-aging so it's three huge things within one lineup so if you've been looking for a new brand or product to try and you're struggling with acne I would Definitely recommend checking out ClearSem's products. Um, and with that, I learned that it's really important to exfoliate. So, mm-hmm. again, like skincare is individualistic, but if that's something that you're not currently doing in your routine, maybe look into that to see if that would be a good option based on your current skin situation. Um, mm-hmm. The next thing I'd really say I've mentioned this is a filtered shower head so when i talked about that first big trigger of acne i realized it kind of set in a month after i moved to a new place so if you you know are all of a sudden having acne and maybe you just moved or you've been traveling things like that a filtered showerhead helped so much in making sure that your water is not causing your breakouts Mm. um so that's a big thing to look at and then um Last thing, I know this is kind of a long list, but the last thing I would say is on top of all of these things, whether you're struggling with acne or not, I cannot um, recommend having an SPF in your routine enough because Mm -hmm. it helps with Obviously, your skin health and preventing skin cancer, but also anti aging. And when it comes to acne, like where I currently am now, I don't have active breakouts, but I'm working on healing some pigmentation from like acne. It's not scarring because it's not textured, but it's like spots where you could see where it was. Yeah. And putting SPF on will help protect your skin to heal faster Mm. than not wearing SPF and it's further damaging your skin. So, whether you are in an acne journey or not, but especially if you are, SPF is so important to be able to help your skin heal. Mm. So I know that was kind of a lot, but those are the big things that I've learned and implemented and will continue to implement ongoing because I
1: found really good resources and results from those things. Yes. I love it. I love a good tangible takeaway list. Yes, and. I love what you mentioned earlier about there's not going to be specific, necessarily specific products that are going to fit in your routine that are going to help you. And it's going to solve your acne just like that. But Mm -hmm. like Ellie mentioned, ClearStem is something that we both have tried. They Mm -hmm. are an amazing company based in California, based in San Diego, I think actually. So shout out, but really amazing company that we have both personally tried. Mm -hmm. And again, your journey is very individualistic. We don't want to necessarily have you spend all of this money to um, heal something that might not work. But, like Ellie said, do the research, go see an esthetician, see what's really mm-hmm. causing the issue, and then you can pair the products up with it. But again, we're not just going to promote something that's not something we believe in or something that we have mm-hmm. tried and we've seen results from. So, these are really good lines of products that you can put your money in and trust because you know that they are coming from good ingredients, non-toxic, non pore clogging. And overall they, they do a great job.
0: And I just mm-hmm. want
1: to mention like what we said before, sometimes having these cleaner options and having these, um, better ingredient products are going to be at a higher price tag, which is so true. And we are so privileged to be able to come from a place where we can go and try these different products to see if they make a difference. But um, just know that there are other things that you can do, like Ellie mentioned, like switching Mm -hmm. out different things in your um, daily routine, switching out things that you are eating, like the foods can really help with it as well. So don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing it one thing at a time. Yes. But of course, if you did want to try out skin, if you did want to try out skincare products from ClearStem, mm-hmm. we are very proud ambassadors and affiliates of the brand just because we've loved it so, so much and we mm-hmm. stand by. What they believe in as a company and their mission. Mm -hmm. So you can use our code for a discount, I believe it's 15% off. Sometimes they'll have regular deals, so check back. But it does really help when you're trying to establish a new skincare system. And we'll have that link Mm -hmm. down below in the description box, as always, if you want to check it out.
0: Yes, I will say too, one thing I should have mentioned is if you are looking to try new things, I would not recommend changing your whole entire routine at
1: once,
0: mm. um, which I unfortunately did. And it's so tough because, and that was prior to clear stem. but it's so tough because then you don't know, like, am I purging because I'm trying a new skincare line? Mm-hmm. Am I allergic to something in this? Like, I would highly recommend that when trying a new Line or anything like that. Like, don't switch everything at once. But maybe, like, what I'd recommend with Clear Stem, if you're looking to clear up your acne, is getting their vitamin scrub, which is the exfoliator, and then their glow moisturizer. And I guess I'd also recommend their Gentle Clean cleanser. So that's a cleanser, a scrub, and a moisturizer. And well, I'd rec honestly, I'd recommend all those things or everything on their website. But like, those are three things that maybe you try those maybe you just try the scrub first and then you bring in the moisturizer and then you bring in the cleanser. But it's really important to not go from like what you're currently doing and yeah. then buy 12 zero 12 hundred things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. by 12 new things, I mean, three is one thing, but like 12 or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't know. Um, it's just a lot at once for of your course. skin. Go so, see your esthetician first. Yes. Go see a dermatologist. Yes. Um, so that's one thing. But yeah, ClearSTEM has been so incredible. And I know we both used it before becoming ambassadors. Like I've mm-hmm. been using ClearSTEM for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And what's really great too is that you don't often find a non-toxic skincare line also prioritizing non-pore-clogging ingredients. Yes. Because before I switched to Clear Stem, when I started my clean beauty journey, I actually switched to a non-toxic brand that had so many pore-clogging ingredients. Mm-hmm. So here I am trying to fix my acne and switch to something that was making it even worse, but I thought yeah. I was doing better for my health because I was getting clean beauty products. Yeah, and clean doesn't always mean non-pore clogging. Mm. So that's one thing to True. really think about: is like if you are switching to a product that is non-toxic, it could also be clogging your pores. So that's what's yeah. like
1: the triple whammy with Clear Stem is that they.
0: Talk about both plus anti
1: aging, which is yep. really cool. I love that. Yeah. Well, I love everything that you said. I think there are all so many tangible takeaways that we could be doing, and um, overall, the like the, I think the biggest takeaway that we want to talk about is being conscious, whether that is conscious about you, what you're taking in, what you are, um, what your skin is saying to you, because like an acne is a sign of communication, you know, like mm-hmm. it's telling totally. you that there is something wrong and there is something that, Ooh, your skin didn't like your body didn't like. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think being mindful and being conscious of all of these things. And, uh, I want to emphasize the fact that we wanted to share this episode to create this sense of community because it's really tough to go through these journeys when you feel alone and when social media is showing you one thing and you're feeling another. Mm-hmm. It can be so isolating. Acne is not bad. Acne is not bad. It's something that we, it's a human experience, it's something mm-hmm. that we go through, but um, knowing that some. Knowing that acne can also take you from a very confident place in your life to the totally opposite place of your life, so mm-hmm. we are here for you. We are here to offer up resources, different takeaways, and I know Ellie i'm speaking on your behalf, but I know that you would be more than willing to share resources and guidance for anybody that's yes. going through the same journey
0: a hundred percent like if I think to add on to your why of this episode is I was feeling so down on myself and I feel like sometimes when you're going through hard things you think you're alone Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and when I would listen to podcasts about people talking about their acne story it made me feel like okay I'm not alone in this which obviously I'm not I mean so Mm -hmm. many people are also going through this but you can get so like drilled in sometimes but so important that you're not alone. And you know, it's very overwhelming sometimes and you can feel really down, but you're not alone. And I think the other huge message of this episode too, is you can be working on something while also appreciating and loving yourself in the process. Mm. And whether it's, you know, with your skin or your self image, your body, Mm. whatever it may be, you, we can all work to be, to better ourselves emotionally, physically, all of that. But we have to love ourselves and treat ourselves with kindness and respect in the process. And I think that's so important to remember. And I hope this episode is a reminder for everyone listening that we need that and we deserve that for ourselves. Mm. Um, So yes, if you are – you know, if you feel – like you're really relating to this journey or if you have questions, please reach out because mm-hmm. I'm in your corner. We're both in your corner. You don't have to go through it alone and it's not fun to go through it alone.
1: So yep. we're here for you. Absolutely. Well, let's Mm -hmm. wrap up the episode with an affirmation because that was a lot of good information that we just gave you. And I think to tie off the whole conversation with a bow, an affirmation will be perfect. So Ellie, what do you have for us?
0: So today's affirmation is I choose to see myself with love. Mm. I know that is a big theme in the episode today. And I hope that Listening to this episode, you know, write down the affirmation, think about that affirmation. And if you find yourself in a space where you are if you have negative thoughts, whether it be about yourself or anything, and you're looking to really reframe your mind to a more positive place for yourself, I challenge you to remember this affirmation and always remember to treat
1: yourself and see yourself with love. I love it. Love first. Yes. Even even if you have to bring yourself to the mirror to get to that yeah. point. And maybe you no don't back.
0: even do it in the mirror if you can't yeah. right now. Right. Just, yeah. You mm-hmm. can
1: start with the affirmation. Yes, definitely.
0: I love but, it. Well, thank you, Rianne. for – I know, like we've said, I mean, this is not – in the grand scheme of things, like – it was something that was really hard but it's such a like small thing in the in the drop of the ocean but i really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about it and of course ask questions share resources and i hope that people have found this helpful if if you're going through something similar but thank mm-hmm. you for giving me the space to of share course. anytime ellie
1: and i don't want you to think of this as minuscule because it's not and Yes, of course, you feel that way because everything else is going on in your life, but your experiences and your feelings are valid. And when Mm -hmm. you say that they're minuscule, you're not not giving yourself the credit that you deserve. And Ellie, you deserve a lot of credit for everything that you've gone through and the courage that you've given us in this episode. I know a lot of people are going to relate to this, and I know it's going to empower a lot of people. So thank you for sharing. If you are looking to have more empowering conversations like this, this is what we are here for. We are creating a community full of people like you to talk about the good things and the not so good things because such as life and we want to go through them together. So follow with us on our journey. You can find us on Instagram at Be Your Own Boss Podcast and our Facebook at BYOB colon Be Your Own Boss Community.
0: Yes. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you find us online so we can stay connected. And if you relate to this story or this message or know someone who might be going through this and might need to hear the message, please share the message with them because, you know, take it from me. Like it can feel very lonely and like you have to hide yourself and what you're going through and pretend like it's not happening to others. Mm -hmm. But it's so important to be able to lean on community and help each other out, especially when it comes to sharing resources. So feel free to share this episode. Please send it to someone if you feel like it will help them or if they can relate to it. And until next time, cheers bosses. And we'll see you every Thursday with our new episodes.
1: Cheers.